0: There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko Table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko Table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! yayo yayo folks welcome to the latest and the greatest from the yonko table that is the voice of grandmaster hoop coming at you solo again that's all right hey we gotta deliver to y'all the best way we can and hey if i don't got fellow yonko or supernova to discuss with y'all can catch us in the discourse or somewhere else catch us on social media join me in the comments follow us anywhere you can if you want to throw your opinions out there but I'm coming at you talking about the new hit film that just dropped this week Jurassic World Dominion yes it's another Jurassic Park movie it's the 30 year sequel that still says dinosaurs and humans coexisting is a bad idea but this one begs the question what if they were cohabiting As in, they are out and about here. The dinos where we last left them are now running amok on the Earth. And it's almost as if they never left. But yeah, I think it's still a bad idea. Nothing's changed. Put them in a park. Put them on the Earth. Nothing's changed. Still a bad idea. But hey, it's the 30-year sequel. It is the third entry, specifically in Jurassic World films. And it's the fifth sequel overall to the original jurassic park and yes it has been dang near 30 years since the original so this one's got a kind of serves as a finale for the new trilogy as well as kind of finale for kind of this whole thing who knows where they're going to go next we don't know but wasn't an enjoyable movie there's a lot to be enjoyed about this movie i think uh just overall the idea of the humans and the dinos coexisting i think is the most fun however was that thought truly explored so this is what i'm going to get into i'm going to get into the overall concept of what's going on in this film uh the characters whether it worked bringing something back uh and whatnot and just um overall this film you know how this goes at the encore table but yeah uh let's get into it so Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, Dominion. Dominion meaning they're all over the place. They're here. And uh it's a cool concept. Uh it hasn't been explored in the other films, which is, you know, surprising. Every film has just been about kind of isolated incidents, uh, incidents of uh except for I think I uh the lost world of Jurassic Park, where the T-Rex and the baby T-Rex eventually did make it to San Diego. That one was definitely the more of the, you know, out and about with the rest of society. Now, Jurassic World, the original Jurassic World that came out in 2015, definitely, I think, blew it away. You know, this one was like, what if the park opened? Would it work? Because we always just saw kind of the aftermath of the idea of the park not opening. Jurassic World opened that floodgate and said, hey, it can work. But then... You know, chaos theorists. as, You know, Ian Malcolm would say, uh, I don't know, they bit more than they, they they bit more than they could chew. They started doing more experiments with bigger dinos and what would really bring in the crowd and the money, and that's where they got lost in the sauce and had the indominus incident, if y'all remember correctly, and that was the ultimate downfall of that park. Fallen Kingdom, honestly, you know i don't remember much about fallen kingdom i just know it was uh the volcano was gonna explode and you had a lot of conservationists trying to save the dinos because they are they are creatures you know they're living creatures uh i understand the the drives who want to save them and that was like kind of the big thing they saved most of them they didn't get them all. they took them to that facility on the mainland and there was also the plot with uh lockwood which again i kind of forgot that going in but i'm gonna get into that later the whole lockwood plot keep that name in mind uh but yeah again they're by they're biting more than they can chew they still want to kind of do this weaponization of the dinos and they want to get henry Wu to make more powerful dinos to use in a militaristic way and uh that one again ended up uh, again bad idea there was a big bad dino ended up dead and from that movie then they all escaped they all escaped and they're all everywhere so here we are now they are running amok and god they went widespread they got really far uh i thought they would only be like in the northwestern part of the united states but in the beginning of the film it showed this map and they really they're all over it's global it's global so how was this concept explored? Uh, what did we see? What were we given? Uh, we, we were given kind of what it would look like, and it was cool. Uh, for example, I really like the dino wrangling. It was Owen on horseback with a couple of other wranglers. They were going after. I am not a dino expert, folks, so uh, forgive me. I don't know the names of some of these dinos. I will call them the ducky dinos from the land before time, the swimmers. They were the swimmer dinos and they're running around there they're out here lassoing the dinos trying to corral them and I guess uh for the most part trying to take them to a safer place where they'd be safer uh, but it was cool to see it was cool to see a, a lot of the shots of uh, them horseback and riding alongside them and you know you know Owen doing the whole I got you girl you're good and they were gonna relocate them to a sanctuary. Uh, those, those scenes I felt were pretty cool and it was like oh this is what some people are going to have to do whether it be these dinos are getting into their crops disturbing their herds uh, who knows it was like you got to deal with them uh, there a lot of other you know random scenes too. it just be like a, a brontosaurus walking through uh, a sawmill and everybody had to stop production and let it pass and not disturb it because i mean you don't want that thing to step on you for sure uh but then it could you know there were problematic instances too with this idea the mesosaurus that big swimming one eating up these fishing boats i mean not intentionally he's hungry too he's trying to get some fish uh but obviously you know the ocean i guess is not big enough for them uh there was a prologue trailer that showed the T-Rex stumbling upon a, a drive-in and I thought that trailer was really cool and I mean I know I feel a lot of people didn't actually watch it uh, as far as like kind of like a mainstream thing I guess a, a million people or whatever did watch that trailer on YouTube however that scene did not make it into the final product and by the time we catch up with the T-Rex he's already being taken to the big reservation that's uh you know quintessential to the plot of the film but um i mean that we've we've explored that again in the lost world of jurassic park the idea of the t-rex kind of running amok not know what to do and whether some people get eaten or get trampled and you know he's a t-rex he's the top dog he's apex predator uh not the only one but we'll get into that later but uh just overall it was like cool to see what life would be like with these dinosaurs again it's kind of crazy to think about um humans and dinos could we coexist in real life i mean it'd probably be really hard they were the dominant species now humans are so it's kind of like always gonna be gonna be butting heads at some point i mean they're ginormous majority of them and majority of them are dangerous now i do believe the film really took it next level at some points as far as what this would mean from maybe like a corporate standpoint from a criminal standpoint and that is some of the stuff i think the movie nails uh the poaching of the dinosaurs um of course poaching is a thing now these are probably the most profitable creatures out there given their genetic code and just you know the massive size of them and the variety as well so the poaching aspect makes sense um the illegal breeding you know you breed for whatever reason you sell these things like a tiger king type uh concept you know uh big cats technically i'm uh, i don't know whoever's listening if you have a big cat but i don't know i don't think you're supposed to own big cats i don't think it's natural per se well with dinosaurs I'm sure too some people were probably looking to get dinos as pets so now they got these illegal breeders going around and breeding Triceratops and I don't know selling them to the highest bidder but I think really the coolest aspect of the movie other than just kind of like what it would look naturally in our world was the black market aspect and when I say black market there was a whole criminal underground given to this idea if dinosaurs were widespread and you had like these dinosaur fights these raptor fights uh people were trading dinosaurs across countries and i don't know they had some big boys uh again and i don't the carnator i think i don't know i'm i'm thinking of disney's dinosaurs the 2000 film the t-rex with the horns I'm really bad, folks. I'm I'm trying to give you, trying to paint you these images. I I'm not a dinosaur expert. I did learn some names, but not all of them. But uh, what what are you gonna do with these big guys? Uh, just let them loose on a town? Hey, town, pay up your fees, or I'll let my friend loose here on you know old man Jenkins' home. It works for me. It works. I would think people would want a big T-Rex on a chain, ready to let them go and go wreck wreak havoc, you know? Uh, So I thought that scene was really cool. And I'll I'll get into it more too later. Uh, But yeah, it's a, it's a lot. That stuff was fun. This, the dinosaurs is why I come for Jurassic Park. Any Jurassic Park entity, I'm here for the dinos. I want to see what the dinos are doing. I want to see how people are interacting with the dinos. The human aspect is fun. Don't get me wrong uh it's a dinosaur movie man we're here for the dinos so i think they did do a good job uh giving us this idea of what dominion would be and what it would mean cohabiting coexisting i don't believe there was enough of it i don't believe there was enough and i stand by this and i say this too because there is the human aspect again it's kind of that thing where it's like do we want to give more screen time to the transformers the namesake of the movie well michael bay said no we got to give Shia the buff and crew mark Wahlberg and crew way more time than the transformers i don't like that i don't like that i would have been great seeing more dinos but let's get into the human aspect okay um well it's the it's the, it's, it's the old with the new it's the old with the new. you got the crew from jurassic world here and you got you know the veterans from jurassic park and, and you know the biggest kind of real for a lot of fans coming to this movie it was a reunion of the original cast well at least you know the three stars uh alan grant's here ellie sadler ian malcolm was it a welcome return I mean, yeah, I love seeing them all together. It's a lot of fun. Um, You know, Malcolm's kind of doing that whole cynic, you know, uh, thing. He's also, you know, kind of got that ego going. But uh, he's in deep with uh, the new bad, Biosyn, which I'll talk about them. Uh, But Alan and Ellie, they're a lot of fun to see, too. Um, They definitely play upon, you know, that will they, won't they, for Alan and Ellie throughout the film. And I feel that's kind of all they played with, with them. Uh, I I would definitely say Ellie is the moving factor for all three of them. Ellie's got a job. Uh, There's these (laughs) locusts. I'm going to get into the locusts too, but it's like Ellie was the one who was given something to do. It makes sense that Ian is the the inside man, because he's always been an active part. He was in fallen kingdom. I'm not I don't really remember what he was doing, but Alan, Alan's been out of it. Alan did Jurassic park one, that first incident. And then he did Jurassic park three. I get it. Alan, I don't want to be messing with dinos either. I mean, dead dinos for sure. That's his whole shtick. He's a paleontologist, but here (laughs) Ellie comes he's swooning over Ellie and she's like well are you coming how can he say no right and because she's newly single that's why he can't say no so wasn't a welcome return again I love seeing them together but it got to a point I feel during the film I don't know they're just kind of there Like, I don't think they serve much of a purpose for example and what I mean is what they were doing as far as trying to uh, uh, whistleblow on the, or, you know, expose the locust plot. Any of those characters could have done that. It, it it did not specifically have to be Ellie or Alan or even Ian. It could have been anybody. I just felt they were like, we got to give them something to do. And they did it. And for, the, you know, again, it's kind of the thing. It's like, well, if you're going to bring back the old cast, should they be the center of their, your film? Or, you know, this is the case of it's a balance of the old and the new. I think the last time we've seen a film really try to balance the old and the new cast, I mean, the one that comes directly to mind for me is X-Men Days of the Future Past. Uh, there was, I mean, you're working with a lot more characters in Days of the Future Past, but The past character, I'm sorry, the future characters in that movie, i.e. James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, uh, you know, uh, young Xavier Magneto, uh, Mystique and Beast. And then, of course, Wolverine definitely got more of the share of the screen time and probably only old cast that got equal screen time, which is barely, was old Xavier and old Magneto. sir. uh, Charles Stewart and Sir Ian McCone I feel that was the kind of the case here. Um, Alan, Ellie, and Malcolm definitely had to share of screen time with Owen and Claire and whoever else, which is fine. But again, I just feel like their roles in the movie could have been given to anybody. And then I don't know, there's the, there's the whole union of the new cast. I mean the old and the new. Eventually, you're gonna bring them all together. You know, they're all doing their own thing over here and over here. Then you bring them all together. I mean, it's a Jurassic Park film. I feel they brought them together so they all could run away. (laughs) What else are you to do in a Jurassic Park movie? Eventually, it really just comes down to can you run away from the raptors? Can you run away from the big bad T-Rex? Can you run away and the big bad carnivore who's stalking you trying to eat you that's what eventually i feel all jurassic parks come down to so was it cool to see the old and the new cast run away together yeah i mean there are some funny moments for sure uh uh ellie and uh claire played by uh bryce dallas howard they had a little funny scene kind of women women empowerment That was nice uh i don't know owen and owen and Allen had a funny little moment uh talking about raptors i think that was it i really don't even think there was much kind of, there wasn't much of a blend of the old and the new they just kind of threw them in together and like i said they ran away from the gigantosaurus sure sure i guess um it is what it is you can find enjoyment in it i I for sure I just think, was it a nice blend? I mean, no, not really, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, it's still great to see the old cast. And if you do like the cast of Jurassic World, it's cool to see Owen. It's cool to see Claire. Even for a brief moment, I wish they kind of had a bigger role. I really like them. Justice Smith, his character, and Danielle Vignetta. I think that's how you say her name. They had a brief role in the film. Nothing, Nothing huge. You know, again, it's kind of, let's put the focus back on the the core, the core. Let's put the focus on the core. Uh, Omar Sy, he's back as Barry, who again, probably had like little to no lines in the first Jurassic World. I like his appearance here. Uh, But yeah, you know, it's really, let's just focus on the core. Um, Yeah, that's Ellie, Ian, and Alan are trying to do this Locust plot, trying to expose that. Claire and Owen are out here trying to find Maisie Lockwood. Maisie Lockwood, man. It took me a while because maybe I fell asleep in Fallen Kingdom. I really don't remember much of the plot except, you know, the whole the islands blowing up. Get them off the island. That was like the beginning of the film. Whatever happened in like the second, third act, I'm like lost. So Maisie Lockwood, she is the cloned granddaughter of old man lockwood who helped build jurassic park with john hammond uh we all know john welcome to jurassic park um that was my impression like i don't know whatever um she's a clone her genetic code is integral because sh- her dna can help with the locus And I keep mentioning the locust problem. Uh, Maybe I'll, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get into it right now because it kind of deals with her. Um, I don't know if I'm with this. It's Jurassic Park. I'm here for the dinos. Not this side story with a human that I feel. Oh my goodness. I don't know. It didn't really work for me all right let's just talk about the locusts real quick so the their dinosaurs are running amok and i guess their presence made this prehistoric locust reappear or biosin the new bads, made this locust like from the cretaceous period they're out here eating everybody's crop the only crops they're not eating are the Biosyn crops. And is this big corporate uh, conglomerate that is trying to almost pretty much world domination. So that is the locust. And it's like prehistoric locust. It's like something out of Exodus. They're over here swarming the skies. arrows will blot out the sky. Uh, yeah, they're big. They're big. They're doing major damage. And that's crazy to me. That in a movie about dinosaurs coexisting with humans, the big bad problem is locusts. Not the T-Rex that's parked outside of the elementary school. No, it's locusts eating the crops. It's not the... Brontosaurus that made his way to McDonald's and is holding up the drive-thru line. It's locust. It's not the triceratops bodying vehicles on the freeway. It's locust. I don't know, man. That doesn't. Oh my gosh. I was just like, oh. This is not what I'm here for. This is. I felt this felt like a whole different movie. I felt like, are the plagues back? Is this the locusts? What's next, the toads? Fire falling from the sky? That's what I thought when they put so much emphasis on this locust. Um, Yeah, man, I I don't know. I just, I wasn't with it. Cause then also too, it became the whole, you know like the corporation's trying to control everything type of film and the ulterior motives of the one percent i mean if there is a deeper message here hit me over the face with it with freaking dinosaur tails not locusts so Maisie lockwood her genetic code has the answer to stopping this locust problem that they created the only one who doesn't want to stop it is the big bad ceo dogs and Dodgson he's from the first movie funny enough I had to look this up um that the character that uh Wayne Knight uh he was like hey everybody look it's it's Doxon it's Dachshund. See, nobody cares I don't think anyone cares here funny enough did we need a big bad CEO here no I don't I don't think Jurassic Park needs these big bad these this kind of plot and I feel fallen kingdom kind of leaned into it and i guess this one really leaned into it man your antagonist needs to be humans on hubris and why they shouldn't be making dinosaurs and i feel the plot should have really just sent around well just kind of the aftermath and how they adjust and how they adapt but no you had some big side plot with the ceo trying to tamper with you know the human the market like the economy and we introduced the locust and this girl which is crazy because this girl's the focal point but at the same time blue we haven't talked about blue blue is a core character blue the velociraptor was able to reproduce and make a daughter beta one you could have thought of a better name than beta you could have called her turquoise. Could have called her some other blue color. What's another blue color? Uh, Cerulean. <laughs> could have called her cerulean. Whatever. That DNA, too, was able to solve the locust problem. You could have just focused on that aspect. But again, it's this weird thing where... I don't know. Filmmakers feel there needs to be that human connection to movies that are not about humans. This is not called, I don't know, a Homo Sapien Park. <laughs> that's every day. Right? It's called Jurassic Park. We want the dinosaurs. I feel that's what people want. That thing did not work for me. I could do without the locusts this whole time. And again, if had you just brought back Ellie, Alan, and Ian to just run away from dinosaurs, I would have been fine with that. That's essentially what Jurassic Park 3 is. They said, what would happen if Alan was back on the island? Lost World of Jurassic Park. What would happen if Ian was back on the island? I mean, I guess there's always been that kind of corporate, kind of, you know, uh, not lust, uh, that corporate greed that was kind of what happened in Lost World they were trying to get the more dinos and want to make more or something or try another park I guess that was the whole thing that's fine but it's still it was about the dinos yeah, they made this locust to eat up crops you could have made a Jurassic cow to eat up some crops might have been more interesting I don't know it, I, I. listen folks if y'all like the locust I'm very curious if y'all like this the locust entry or the locust thing to this movie, I feel a lot of people didn't. I'm very curious who did and why did it work for you. So, you know, comment later what you enjoyed about that or didn't. I really hope you did it. That's fine. Was this movie still fun? I think there's a lot of fun moments in the movie. Again, it's Jurassic. There are some cool dino sequences. Um, there are some cool dinos, some new dinos too. uh, one that comes straight to mind. this the pyro Raptor. Uh, that was the one that dived in the water. I, again, I, <laughs> when you hear the name pyro, I mean, I just think of X-Men fire. And I was like, Oh, I don't think this dinosaur is going to light itself on fire. Uh, but no, I was like, maybe it controls the temperature of its body. That's why I could dive into this icy river and pop up and try to get Owen in the new character whose name escapes me I think it's Kayla the pilot yep Kayla Um, it was cool It was cool little sequence cool little design Uh, I'm for I I thought it was like a new kind of like we need to weaponize raptors again kind of raptor but no this is the actual raptor it's got wings it doesn't fly but it's got feathers Uh, I thought it was cool to see cool to see cool to see um, the other standout for me was ooh, the Therizinosaurus. Therizinosaurus, sure, it was the one with the the claws, the big meaty claws, more like swords at a point, but kind of flimsy arms, so it didn't seem like they'd be powerful but and also to me this is the one that was stalking claire after claire got out of the um the ejection seat uh and she you know went underwater to hide i thought this thing was blind and i thought oh this is cool you got a blind dinosaur with swords for fingers stalking this girl and he's just going off of hearing and smell (laughs) she's crawling and like clearly it didn't see her i guess it crawls She crawls into the water and hides underwater. I thought it was a really cool sequence. I like when Jurassic Park gets scary. It's fun to be in these scary moments with the characters. That was probably definitely kind of like the scariest moment. I was just like, man, uh, Claire, you brave for, you know, one, crawling into the water. I feel I would have took off and never looked back. I don't know if that thing would have caught me, but Well, I don't know if I can hold my breath that long. So, I mean, I, maybe the adrenaline kicking, maybe, uh, those two definitely stood out, um, as far as new dinos, there was the gigantosaurus for some reason, I thought, again, this was another, uh, like indominus type of thing going on. They made another bigger dino. No, this is an actual dino. Uh, and it's the biggest one ever. I guess I don't know Uh, those other two stood out to me I think the best moment in the film is probably the Malta sequence Uh, they go to Malta you know Owen and Claire on the hunt for uh, Maisie trying to get their daughter back and they team up with Barry and the agency to try to take down this uh, I don't know this black market crew these mercenaries Uh, who kidnapped her and kidnapped Beta. Uh, I don't know, there was something about the fact when she, this this random girl who we don't see again, Um, I I don't even know her name. I don't even know her name. Um, They trained the raptors and this is the cool thing because I'm like, this is the type of stuff I want to see be explored. This thing, this sequence felt like mission impossible. They trained the raptors to, it's a laser targeting system Kind of like a heat-seeking missile, you point in at someone. The the raptor will not stop till it's dead. So we get this really cool chase sequence where these these like three uh, raptors are just chasing everybody and running around. Uh, and this yeah, it felt like something out of Mission Impossible. Owen ends up on the motorcycle and he's dodging these raptors in the streets. Claire's running around, jumping around like I don't know, like uh, Black Widow or Ethan Hunt. Dodging these raptors, going in between buildings, jumping around, giving them, giving them, you know, the, what do you call that thing? Giving them the slip. Uh, It was a fun sequence. I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. This is what would happen if dinosaurs were running amok. There'd be some people, some merc group that come in and be like, we're going to train these velociraptors to be loyal and also, like a cat, follow a laser, until they kill whoever's on the receiving end of that laser. I had a lot of fun in that sequence. It was fun. Owen and Barry had a little, you know, remember how we used to work in the Raptor pads? And Owen, uh, now Owen Barry's like, I do not like this game. Uh, I, I'm never good at the road. He's French. I'm trying to do a French accent. Shout out to my grandpa. Um, it was, it's a fun sequence. It's a fun sequence. This is the kind of fun I want to see this was a fun concept. Like, you know, okay, dinosaurs are coexistent. I keep saying coexistent line. That's okay. They're coexistent. What can we do? Yeah, let's um uh, let's make them ruthless killers hired by a mercenary group. That's fun. That's fun. And on top of that, like I said, some people got these big bad dinos in their back pocket. Ready to release. Well, what happens if they got loose in an Italian city? I think Malta's in uh, Italy. Don't uh, quote me. Or maybe it's in Greece. I don't know. Maybe it's its own country. It is its own country. It's a whole island. It's an island country. Look at that. You learn something new every day. Um, But, yeah, what if they just got loose in the city, started running around? That's fun. That's fun. Because they're not even, they were just a casualty of them, you know, trying to take down this operation. So yeah, man, I feel that was the most fun we had and then we had the culmination where he's trying to, Owen is trying to get up to the plane before it takes off. Got a couple raptors on his trail and uh, obviously he escapes. It's fun. I had the most fun in this sequence and I wish the rest of the movie was like this. And I say this because Uh, There's also, you know, the the Biosyn place. I don't even really talk about Biosyn. It's just a facility that has a preservation for the dinos. But once we get there in the film, well, essentially, that is just a Jurassic Park. And and, well, Jurassic Park that faces a shutdown because like they shut down the whole infrastructure, the mainframe. Now the dinos are running amok in this cool high-tech you know silicon valley jurassic park-esque world whatever and and now at this point it's it's kind of like it kind of loses the whole dominion aspect they're now in an enclosed environment so now it feels like jurassic park which is you know fine but you lost the whole concept of this movie at this point Now that you put everybody in an enclosed environment and they're running into dinos, that is what the other films did. That was what the whole point of the other films were, was, you know, a park is a bad idea. An island full of dinos is a bad idea. This movie was supposed to tackle the concept they are here out in our world, in our everyday lives. They lost that aspect in the third act. And that, for me, was very disappointing because I was like, oh, it's a regular old Jurassic Park movie. Is it fun again to see these characters run away from dinos? Yes. Would it have been funner? Funner? Would it have been more fun? I don't know if they're running away from a dino in uh, Publix for my Southeastern people who know Publix or would it have been fun? <laughs> I say Publix. I don't know. Uh, would it have been more fun for them to be running away from them on the freeway? I don't think we've seen that. Uh, would it be more fun if they're running away um, during Mardi Gras at New Orleans? Maybe that sounds crazy. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to go crazy with this concept of Dominion and them being so widespread. But now the third act puts them back into an enclosed environment. And I'm like, oh, you kind of lost the shtick you were going for. And you went back to the regular shtick. That's what lost me. That's why I really like that multi-sequence. And this was just eh, not it. And then the finale, the finale. Uh well, talking from the Dino aspect, uh, well, one, they all escaped. I don't think there was one casualty other than the antagonist. Sure, go figure. You ain't, gonna, you ain't gonna bring back Alan Grant to get him eaten, I don't think. I don't think you're gonna bring back any of those people to have them get eaten. I feel that. Well, especially also when they don't have that integral of a role. It wasn't like Han Solo sacrificing himself. Well, I mean, that's if you believe he ignited that lightsaber but no none of that happened here which is fine because they didn't really they didn't really do much other than just be that eye candy that nostalgia factor um but we have the the t-rex and the gigantosaurus have a face off again because two apex predators can't be together and and the Thorenzanosaurus shows up and teams up with the T Rex to take down the Gigantosaurus. And I was like, this is dang near the same ending of the first Jurassic World. The Indominus Rex was taken down by the T Rex in blue with a little assistance from the Mesosaurus. The Indominus had to go down. He's a bad dude. He sucks. He's cool. He had to go down. The Gigantosaurus was just living. Yes, he had a rivalry with the T-Rex, but the Thorenzosaurus, I guess, came and said, "Nah, man, you got to go. I'm teaming up with my homie here from the OG film. That T-Rex is the same T-Rex. And he's like, hey, hey, man, set him up. I got these claws. I got these swords. Set them up, man. Set them up. Pass them over here. Boom. Six stabs. Six stabs. I was like, man, he didn't deserve that. They were just living. They were on a preservation. (laughs) He was just living. I felt bad for the Giganto. I mean, I guess that's nature, man. The fox will team up with the wolf to take down the bear. Probably not, a bear's gonna kick their ass But that is what this Ending essentially was They get Blue his Her baby back Blue sat out the whole film What was that similar to? I've, I've seen that plot Before, the mother's like, you bring my You bring my child home You bring them back Owen's like, I'll bring her back I'm trying to think of what plot this was. I've seen it before. I can't. I can't remember. Maisie Lockwood learns she's uh, she is the actual daughter. She's not really a clone. She's a clone. I mean, all human, all babies are essentially clones. We're getting into philosophical territory. Let me stop. Alan and Ellie finally get together because they can. Alan's lonely. Ellie's single. Why not? Put them together. Should have put them together way back when. Whatever. Alan took him be dang near 70. I think oh, he is 70. Uh, Sam Neil, He's an old dude. Um, 74. 74. Took him this long to admit his feelings for Ellie. Sure. And that's really it. We don't know what happens to that Merc group. Ian I don't know I can't remember the new black guy I don't know oh no he whistle blew him and Ian are whistle blowing and that's it that's it oh they went to go expose the locals that's it there are aspects I enjoyed about this film I've already gone over them there are things I didn't like there are problems of this film that many films have specifically when i mentioned the comparison of blending of the old and new cast the focus on the human aspect versus you know the fantastical aspect the dino should have been front and center here too much uh, too much human too much human And that's what it really comes down to. This movie can be fun. There were fun moments in this movie. I think if you go watch this movie, you will enjoy a lot of aspects of it. However, you know, you sit back and kind of do a comparison to the rest of the films. You see why this movie kind of missed the mark for some. I think it's currently. Oh, God, I think it's really low right now. Currently, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I mean I see it IMDB has got like a 6 Out of 10 That's kind of low I don't think it's ever been that low For a uh, Jurassic film It is a 30% right now That's hella low Um, And you know what Just talking about it with y'all I see why Um, But yeah I still think You can go watch this movie and have fun I say go watch this movie and have fun I don't know what's in store for the future of this franchise would i like to see kind of this uh concept explored more of dinosaurs every day i mean at the end of the film you see a girl feeding a dinosaur i think that's a gallimimus or something uh like feeding it like it was a bird in the park sure yes 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 i want to see if people ride brontosaurus like the flintstones screaming yabba dabba and you know using them for construction i want to see if that's what is the natural progression they using dinosaurs in everyday aspect i want to see that i wanted to see the modern day flintstones give me jurassic flintstones i sound crazy but that's what i want to see if they decide i mean this is a money-making franchise i'm sure they're going to continue no doubt but we'll see what they do i'm kind of good with all these characters maybe introduce a new crew um shoot. Uh Netflix has the Camp Cretaceous series, which I think is a pretty decent series as far as a balance of the human and the dinosaur aspect. I mean, they're like stuck on the island majority of that series. I mean, I haven't even finished it, but um, you know, they know what they want. They know what they want to do. It's dinosaurs. But yeah, I would say go watch this movie. It's this a summer blockbuster. I'm sure you'll find some parts to enjoy. Again, nostalgia can uh, drive you to go watch the old cast come back and interact with the new. Uh, for me, this movie is like a six, yeah, it's a six. Uh, that's fine, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, hey, that is it from Grandmaster Hoop here at the Yonko table. Be sure to follow us on all social media, especially on a day like this, where you could join me in the discussion because I would here by myself. Um, But yeah, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, follow us on TikTok for more hot takes and funny content. Uh, Go straight to YouTube if you want to see my face and, you know, look at my expressions as I talk to you about this film. Uh, And then, of course, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast, your listening stations. So, uh, yeah, hey, we'll be here all summer. Catch us the rest of this week covering stuff from One Piece Chronicles to Miss Marvel and penultimate Obi-Wan and the boys all coming up this week. So stay tuned. But hey, that's it from the Yonko Tamar Grandmaster Hoop signing off. Y'all take care.